Good evening and welcome to the all brand new Bigfooty Draftcast. And joining me tonight, I have EDPS and PM Bangers from the Bigfooty Draft and Trading Board. I'm the Wookie. We're going to talk about a lot of things tonight, including the under-19s, the under-17s, the father-son stuff. And at the end of it, they're going to deliver us their rankings, their verdict on who's, who, uh, who ranks where. Guys, good evening. Wookie, thanks for having us, mate. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, good to be on. I think for this uh, first cast, perhaps uh, we could just run through who you guys are and uh, what you guys do and what you're interested in and that sort of thing. Uh, how about we start with PM Bangers? Um, yeah, so, so my real name's Declan. I've got a position as an um, AFL draft analyst at, at Draft Central, so pretty much that just means I, I go out and I watch under-19s football for a living on my weekends. <laughs> nice work if you can get it. And, uh, uh, sorry, EDPS. Yep, so, yeah, name's Ed. Same same thing with Declan, uh, with Draft Central. You know, me and Declan usually go on a lot of games and watching all this talent, and we go down to 17s, under 19s, and, yeah, it's, uh, we get pretty busy weekends now that uh, we're able to, uh, actually able to watch football, but, yeah, that's what we do. Watching football, it should be the dream for everyone, I mean. Um, exactly. So I think I'm given to understand there's been some under nineteen games uh, of recent. Uh, how have we have we gone there? Yeah, not bad. So on the Friday just gone, we had our uh, Vic Country versus Vic Metro under nineteens challenge match that that replaced uh, our Vic Metro versus Allies match, which was supposed to go ahead to kickstart the uh, championships, and and that was a pretty pretty good day at Windy Hill, wasn't it, Ed? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, the result ended up being a little bit. Uh bit skewed we didn't really expect it i mean uh in the uh trials and the lead up vic country won both games and uh this time around it was vic metro won by around the 50 point mark and there's a couple of father son players look pretty good and yeah it was still quite a bit to take from the game and who was outstanding in this particular in this particular game who stood out for you the most uh, I think the the biggest name and, and one that sort of created a bit of discussion on the draft board is uh, Nick Dacos, who's obviously a, a Collingwood father, son, the son of Peter, a uh, club legend down there. He ended up with, I think it was 41 disposals and a goal. So not a bad day out for a midfielder. No, yeah, no. exactly. And um, uh, especially in their, they've got shorter quarters than, than most AFL games as well. So 41 disposals and... You know, flat twenty-five minute quarters is is pretty special, and it's something he's done all year. To be honest, like he's constantly getting the thirty-plus touches and kicking a few goals. So, I mean, there's a reason why they're saying that he could be bid and pick one. What about, what about for the uh, lonely Carlton supporter? Is there any anything promising there for me? Um, you've you've got a couple of boys that are nineteen this year, so uh, sharing. Uh, some duties at the Oakley Chargers with Nick Dacos is Tom Silvani. So he's a little bit shorter than his two brothers. I think he's you know, pro- probably a rookie chance at best. And then I think Ed's uh, well across Charlie Mackay from Sandringham. Yeah, so he's he's just a bull of a midfielder. He can also play off half-back. He's about that 186-centimetre mark. Uh, very tough. Loves, loves to tackle. Pretty courageous overhead. So he's been really good for Sandringham and uh, not in terms of father son, but in terms of uh, NGA, they've got uh, someone who did play in Vic Metro for the under 19s in um, Dominic Akui, who's a very uh, athletic uh, key defender type. He's getting better with every game, and again, he's another 19 year old. 
Excellent. And what's next for the under-19s? Are there more games coming up soon? or? Yeah, so we've got the rest of the championships to be played out. Um, it, it did look like initially they were going to bring the fixtures forward, so we would try and get them out of the way pretty quick smart, but I'm not too sure what's going on there anymore. But, you know, we're looking forward to having teams like WA and South Australia in particular, who we don't get to see uh, live very often come over Victoria so we can put our eyes over them. And this, this stuff's all been streamed this year, isn't it? It's all, uh, I think it's been streamed all on, on news websites, I think. Yeah, uh, News Corp got uh, the lovely deal across there to stream one NAB League game a week and, and I think most of the championships, but Ed's well more across uh, where everything's been streamed than I am. Yeah, so in terms of uh, Vic- Victoria, you've got the NAB League app, which just streams games but doesn't uh, save them for, for future viewing, but... Uh, what what is saved is um, the South Australian uh, games. So not just the under-18s, but all their games across the league and reserves are all streamed live, although you've got to pay a, a subscription. Every single game is live. You can watch it back again. So that's a really handy tool for us who don't get to go over to South Australia to watch those games. So being able to watch pretty much any game we want from South Australia on the live feed is uh, pretty great and... Uh, WA's gotten a little bit better. They've got the same kind of arrangement as we do with the uh, the Herald Sun down here with the one game a week. But, you know, it's better than nothing. Mm. And evidently there were under-17s games recently as well. How did we go there? Yeah, well, that's, that's really exciting because that's sort of all changed from under-16. So now, especially in the context with future trading, having those uh, kids at 17 playoff gives a lot more informed opinions to list managers on what they should do with their picks. Um, we had two games between Metro and Country. One of those was the official championships game and, and then in place of um, what was meant to be a week in Queensland while Queensland went through their little lockdown, uh, they played another challenge game a bit similar to the 19s. Yeah, and um, uh, there, w- there was another game as well between uh, WA and South Australia, which we, we couldn't have attended, obviously, that happened a little bit prior, but... Uh, yeah, it would have been nice to see some of the Victorians and the other states get to play each other, but that's probably going to yeah get postponed to later in the year. And who, who are we watching out for in this one? Uh, this year, it, it looks like it's going to be uh, Nick Dacos is going to be right up the top. And there's a, a kid from South Adelaide who's probably the other favourite for pick one named Jason Horn, who's just a, a, a superstar. He's been playing senior football over there since he was... I think he was still 16 when he made his debut, so he's uh, pretty well equipped to trans uh, tra- translate that to the next level. Yeah, and um, you've also got uh, Sam Darcy, the uh, son of Luke Darcy, as a Bulldogs prospect. He's he's a very tall key forward at about that 204 centimetre mark. He's one that's really started to shoot up only this year. I mean, he had a big growth spurt. He was about 197 centimetres last year, so uh, there's a lot of upside there and especially in a draft at the moment. It doesn't look too good for key position players. He, he'll be very highly sought after for a bit in those early stages. Excellent. Um, so, father, well, we've talked a lot about father-sons, Luke Darcy's kid. We talked uh, about others earlier. How about um, what, what, what are the father-son prospects looking like this year? Overall, I, th- I think a few people would be pretty bullish about what's going on. Obviously, you've got those top-enders of, of Dacos and Darcy this year, but... Then you got some a little bit further down the order. So Jace Burgoyne, who's the son of Peter, his brother's Trent, is already on the Port Adelaide list. He's another one that's eligible for this year and is uh, 
he's looking pretty good. And then uh, there's one uh, in particular that, sorry, I'm, I'm just looking at my list here. There's a couple of Essendon ones, but one in particular that I know Ed knows more about than anyone else in Tex Wanganeen. Yeah, so um, Tex uh, got to train with Essendon at the start of the year. Uh, he's also obviously can go to Port Adelaide, but um, he trained with Essendon at the start of this year and hurt his foot and uh, only just recently came back in a school football trial type of game. So if we're still able to get some footy played this week with the whole COVID situation that might be developing, he may be playing along with the uh, the Davy twins for next year's draft for Essendon supporters to look out for, Alan Jr. and uh, Jaden Davy. So they all play at Xavier College and Oakley Chargers. So, um, so that's uh, some for next year as well. Uh, Will Ashcroft, Brisbane Lions uh, Academy, who's another one in the top end. I mean, we could get two years in a row with uh, Nick Dacos potentially getting bid at pick one and then Will Ashcroft next year potential bid at pick one, which I think would be the first time ever you'd have uh, two father-son prospects going at number one. Oh, that'd be interesting. That'd make the bidding certainly interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes it hard for uh, Chris25, who runs the big footy phantom draft as well, to figure <laughs> out all those points on the fly. So, T- T- uh, Tess Wanganin, like, is he eligible for Port and Essendon, or is he just... What's, what's the rule there? Yeah, he's um, eligible for both, so he's got a choice between the two. Uh, if I was to say there was any way of leaning, it'd probably be towards Essendon, because he is playing uh, his football with the Davy Twins, who will go to Essendon. He got to train with Essendon at the start of the year. He's currently living in Victoria. Uh, it's still undecided to say if he's going to be good enough to be played. I mean, he has missed all of his, all of this year pretty much, so there's still a bit of uh, water to go under the bridge there. But if he does have the chance to nominate a club, if he's good enough, I would say he's leaning towards Essendon. Are uh, Essendon likely to be able to land the daily, uh, the Davy Twins and Wanganeen? Well, the Davy Twins are next year's draft, so right. they've still got a little bit of planning to do there in terms of draft picks. Uh, it's hard to say exactly where they'll go, but um, in the most most recent game together, uh, Jaden kicked four goals and uh, Alan Jr. kicked two. And uh, Jaden was coming back from an ACL, so it was his first game back and kicked four goals. So, I mean, it just shows uh, how highly rated those two will be for next year. Well, plenty to look forward to if you're an Essendon supporter. Um, yeah. So I guess that leads us neatly into what you guys think are the rankings in terms of where we're at towards the draft. Um, where do you guys think we're at? Um, yeah, it's hard. I think consensus every year, especially coming off of last year with very little underage football, is that we will have to wait until the championships to really see how it plays out. I think at the moment there's a there's a pretty strong consensus top four with... Um, Paul and Dacos and Darcy is the top three. And then most people have Finn Callahan, who's a nice 189-centimetre midfielder from the Sandringham Dragons as their fourth. But then from there, it's sort of... Uh, you, you get a bit of a difference in opinion. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of midfielders, especially in this top end of the draft. Like a few names later on, you've got Tyler Sonzi, Matthew Roberts, Josh Sin, Campbell Chesser, Josh Goda, Arlo Draper, Ben Hobbs, Josh Ward, Matthew Johnson, Neil Erasmus... I mean, plenty of midfielders all currently in that first round uh, area. So um, a lot of a lot of clubs that are looking for talls, especially in early days, um, they might have to reach for for a few players that haven't really shown as much this year uh, yet. Anyway, so gut 
gut call, guys. Who's going to pick one? Uh, I think if I had the number one pick right now, I'd, I'd be bidding on Dacos and then selecting Horn. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, there's a lot of people that sort of say it's hard to compare between playing Stanford seniors and Nav League, but just the sheer numbers that Dacos puts up, how much he's getting the footy and how well he uses it, I don't think you can discount that. Yeah, and I'd have to agree as well. I mean, personally, I'd just take, take Horn at one, but there's definitely some tactics involved in... Um, you know, making those bids, especially with someone like Dacos, who uh, is definitely worth a, ra- a bid around that range. Okay, Colin would likely to go all out for Dacos. Yeah, I, I, they traded out um, last year. They, they gave their first round pick to GWS, which um, made me in particular pretty happy because we'll get a high pick from it. Um, but yeah, they, they traded away that first rounder last year. So really their hands are tied. They can't do anything else. You're not going to get a player better than Dacos. Or possibly even with pick two, let alone I think their first pick is in the thirties at the moment. Okay. So where do we go from here, guys, in terms of the draft? Like what are we looking forward to? What's the road from here? Uh obviously the, the national championships for the under nineteens to come and all the uh respective state league seasons to end. And I think, you know, the thing that most people are excited for is seeing that a lot of these top end prospects so far have had injuries this season. So seeing them come back and really work into it, like Campbell Chesser, his first game uh, since a knee surgery on his meniscus was that challenge game on Friday. So seeing him sort of work back into it will be really good. Yeah, so um, in terms of the under-19 championships, I mean, the first game was meant to be Allies versus Vic Metro uh, last Thursday, but um, that one's obviously got to be postponed. Uh, there's, no, there's definitely no chance that... Um, that the South Australia versus Allies game would happen on the 24th, especially with some of those Allies players coming from Sydney. It's probably not going to happen. Allies again, scheduled for 31st of July. It's probably not going to happen. But the main bulk of the games between, you know, like the West, West Australia and South Australia, Vic Metro, Vic Country, they're, they're all due around grand final time, so late September. So uh, touch wood, those still can go ahead because they'll be definitely the most important games to look out for. Do you, do you think COVID had any effect on like the progress of draftees and whatnot over the last year and a half? Yeah, definitely. And I think we, we saw that early on in the season in particular in Victoria. Um, and, and a lot of people are still saying that this is probably the weakest season of, or the weakest crop uh, of NAB leaguers that we've had in that, you know, the top end is still really good. You still got your guys like Dacos, Darcy, Callahan, uh, you know, Gibkus, Goda, Mac Andrew, some other names to look out for in that regard, but sort of the bottom end of the NAB League teams are, are pretty weak as it stands. Okay. Well, I guess that's about it for this particular cast, guys. Thank you very much for your uh, participation. Bearing in mind the women's draft is coming up on July the 27th, I believe. Yep, and, uh, that'll be coming up. We've got, uh, sorry to interrupt there, Wookie. I don't want to take over, but we've got the uh, AFLW draft combine, at least in Victoria, over the weekend as well. So it'll be interesting to see what some of the uh, results out of that are. Mm. No doubt we'll talk about that later. Yeah, perfect. I can't wait. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. This is uh, our first run at this. Uh, so we're, I'm a bit rusty myself. And uh, But thank you very much, uh, PM Bangers and EDPS from the Big Footy Draft and Trading Board. Uh, you can find more information on this, at, well, on the Big Footy Draft and Trading Board and also at Draft Central. Uh, so go and get informed. I sure as hell will be. Perfect. Thanks, Thanks Wookie. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot.